Hi, it's Tori, and before we get to the show, I want to be clear that RTPB supports Palestine and the Palestinian people. As a community and a person with a public platform, we support an immediate ceasefire and end of the occupation in Palestine. As most of you know, I live in Canada, I live on occupied and unceded land, and I support the land back movement here and in the Middle East. I have linked some ways you can learn more about this and support the cause in the episode show notes. As I've discussed a few weeks ago, through individual conversation with RTBP listeners, and throughout the time this podcast has been on air, because there have been multiple devastating international crises and social justice movements, it can be weird talking about small petty things while witnessing horrific genocide, corruption, and unjustifiable horrors. This podcast, as always, aims to bring some levity, light, and analysis to pop culture, but I want to acknowledge this tension. Witnessing global atrocities can be tiring. Fighting for peace can be exhausting. So I hope that this next hour can make you laugh so we can continue doing just that. Thank you for listening, and it's time for the show. A Playlist Original And who is ready to be petty? Welcome back to another episode of RTBB. I am so glad you're here. And today we're going to get into celeb Halloween costumes. Uh, We're going to do a roundup and talk about my Halloween costume manifesto. We are going to talk about Kardashian news. We are going to do a new couple segment. Then I'm going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week and share my This Week in Petty. So let's get into the Halloween costumes. I know we are a little bit late. People might be over Halloween, but I'm not. (laughs) And this is an RTBB staple. Every year we do a annual Halloween costume roundup because if you're new around here, RTBB started on Halloween in 2018. So happy birthday, RTBB. So basically why I chose Halloween costumes as my first episode was because I saw patron saint of this podcast for better or for worse Chrissy Teigen yes the name of RTBV comes from a Chrissy Teigen meme and the first episode was dedicated to her awful unicorn onesie Halloween costume so I just think with celebs if you have the access to like the access and the resources to costume designers, to clothing designers, to creative teams, people that are on the pulse of what is going on in pop culture, you should have a bang in Halloween costume. And we just do not see that. Every year there are celebs that disappoint. And that's sad to me. I just think save the onesies for us normies who you know like got a last minute invited to a halloween costume and we tossed on something that we have in our closet if you are a celeb like plan it in advance have your team whip up something good like this is your chance to even do something like pr-ish like i think it's a really good way to get into the headlines for doing something good showing up in a good costume and I think that I have actually shifted a little bit on this so let me tell you what's up so yes do I expect a 10 out of 10 Halloween costume from a celeb absolutely but do I need a full-on fucking photo shoot now that is photoshopped and and like (laughs) there's literal props like no not even props like oh I'll bring like like oh I need these sunglasses for my costume it's like no there's a full-on set (laughs) that's what I don't need so we need to hit a middle ground where it's like you didn't just throw on something you had in your house or like pick something up from party city but also you didn't plan like a fucking a art directed photo shoot and we'll talk a little bit more about that when we get into the roundup but I think it's like get dressed up in a nice costume for going trick-or-treating or or going to a party 
I, again, don't think that's like too much to ask for from our celebs. But what do you think? And did you dress up as something pop culture related or celeb related? If you do, DM me a picture and I'll post it with your permission, of course, on my Instagram because I would love to see what you dressed up as. And at the end of this roundup, I'm going to share if you don't already know what I dressed up as. Okay, let's get into the roundup. So first... And this is an RTVB first. I want to give a shout out to some normies. Did I think of this too late to get their usernames? Yes. But as a chronic TikTok user, I saw some incredible Halloween costumes just like on my For You page. And I did start writing them down in a notes app. app, But like I just wrote down what the costume was. And then I like two days later on Halloween weekend I was like oh like no it would have been a good idea as like a researcher and like a producer of a podcast and that is uh writing down their usernames but you know it's a it's a one woman show over here so we're doing our best so these are some of the TikTok costumes I really enjoyed they are deep cuts so I saw a Halsey singing in the mall like the where are you Or actually, I don't even know if it's that song, but it's that song vibe. Like, it's like whatever song she's singing, it's that. (laughs) So Halsey singing in a mall. Emily Rhodes from It's Become All Things sent that to me. And it was so fucking funny. There's another group that dressed up as James Charles, Trisha Paytas, and Jeffree Star. And I think one other makeup Uh, artist from YouTube that I didn't recognize but they remade a bunch of these uh, you know problematic faves videos and it was so fucking funny just seeing them all together like do I think it's fun to dress up as James Charles individually no but together as a group I think that was really fun um, to recreate all of those iconic moments Someone dressed up as the girl with the bad haircut from Dance Moms. And if you don't know what this is, like, congrats, you're not, like, chronically online or, like, have an addiction to reality TV. But girl with the bad haircut is when Abby Lee Miller of Dance Moms is giving feedback to dancers at a dance competition and, like, Mind you, these dancers are, like, fucking 10 years old. And they're all in a big group. They have, like, numbers on their chest, like, to indicate, like, who they are and stuff like that. And all she says to get this girl's attention is girl with the bad haircut. And you would think, A, you, (laughs) if you have a bad haircut, you don't know it, so you wouldn't move. And then, B, that a grown-ass woman would never... (laughs) call a kid uh, a girl with a bad haircut but nonetheless this little girl with a blonde severe bob that is like crimped like to the heavens steps forward and oh it's just an iconic reality tv moment there's another person that dressed up as hip-hop dina that i really liked there's an there was a couple that dressed up as that running couple that was running through the snow and got interviewed by the news and she's like so fucking pretentious that she's running in the snow and she's like yeah like the snow it just it's good for the joints like it's so lovely to run in this just thinking that she's way better than everyone else who's not running in the snow and when she runs away she slips on ice and the news reporter calls out like hey are you okay she like limps up her partner like helps her up she gives a thumbs up and like runs away and trust me if I was her I would like run off a cliff (laughs) like I would be like okay where's the nearest cliff like it is so brutal I saw two people dress up as Wendy Williams on the Masked Singer and Wendy Williams is the like only good performance ever on the Masked Singer if you haven't seen it please YouTube it now uh but she performs a song about New York no one holds the door for a native New Yorker I don't know I don't know the song I'm Canadian but it lives rent free in my head because she like ad-libs in it and she does like 
the like singing like ah, oh, but like her voice cracks and like it's just it's when that was making the rounds on TikTok, I would just walk around and be like, let's do some vamping or whatever she says, and then be like, <laughs> uh, I just I would just sing the song is what I'm saying. And I love that people dressed up as the big lips, which was Wendy Williams on The Masked Singer. I saw people dress up as Sandoval. Do I encourage dressing up like a fucking idiot that deserves no attention? No. Were their costumes good? Yes. I saw Mrs. Ungermeyer from the Lizzie McGuire movie. I saw a person dress up as SNL card. So she was wearing like a black outfit and then had, you know, the blue, white and pink cards announcing the date the host and the musical guest I thought that was clever I saw someone dress up I know that people are like exiting out of this <laughs> they're like who wants to hear just a roundup like there's no pictures okay I will try to find pictures of these people I will at least put the celebrities on my Instagram can't say I'll be able to find all of these randos on TikTok but Man, people are so creative. I love when people are creative. It's it's really inspiring. Like, it's just, it's very cool. Someone dressed up as the Cacioe Pepe girl that's like, everyone needs to go to Trader Joe's and get this Cacioe Pepe. And like, like she wears like the short wig and she has the, the lemon ricotta ravioli and the Cacioe Pepe. Um, it is just... 10 out of 10 perfection. I saw a group go as Ed Sheeran albums. They were all the like math symbols like divide and multiply and stuff like that. Uh, They wore the color of the album as their shirt, the math symbol on their chest, and then they all wore red wigs like Ed Sheeran's hair and I was LOLing. And then the last one, finally. But... Someone dressed up as Kim Kardashian, but when she, but when she hit Courtney with the purse many, many moons ago on keeping up with the Kardashians, and she had the exact ponytail, she had the exact earrings, the exact shirt. It was very well done. Okay, now that we've gone through those, I feel like someone either loved that or like absolutely hated it. But anyways, let's go through some celebs. So Kiki Palmer dressed up as the bride of Frankenstein and her baby as the scientist. And she put in the, as the caption, he gave me life. I thought this was really cute and really well done. A baby as a scientist is just comical. I liked like that there was like, it was a themed costume, but there was like a purpose. Like it was linked, like, I don't know. It was linking to her and her son. So that was really good. Hailey Bieber did a million costumes this year. First, she did Scream. So she did a photo shoot. She was the classic blonde girl in a horror movie where she's like, you know, sexualized in white, lacy, virginal underwear, uh, but is like the first to die, which, yeah, the photo shoot I thought was like done well. Uh, was that like commentary on horror movie victims? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, maybe that's giving her too much credit. <laughs> she also was the cast of Mean Girls. It is the iconic Mean Girls like DVD cover or poster or whatever, where it's Lindsay Low- Lohan in the front and then the plastics in the foreground, background, background. And she dresses up as all of them. And it was really like Katie, uh, Regina, like every single one of them. And I thought it was really well done. And she posted a picture of that. It was like in a photo shoot. So I like didn't really care for that. It wasn't out in the wild. And then she remade the burn book. Like this is the nastiest skank bitch. And I thought that was funny. When she actually went out this weekend, she dressed as Pebbles from the Flintstones and Justin was her Bam Bam. I thought this was a a cute costume. It is a little bit weird that like Pebbles and Bam Bam, they're not brother and sister, but they are like babies. They're like, I don't know, friends of friends. I don't know. Is that weird? Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm reading into it too much, but they were wearing like a full pleather getup and... 
Yeah, I thought they looked cute. Her wig looked a little cheap, but, you know, you can't win them all. Justin Bieber on another night dressed up as a scuba scuba diver uh, or a snorkeler. And this was, again, something that it's just like, Justin, like, you just pulled out a Hawaiian shirt and some swim trunks, popped on a snorkel, and, like, went to the party. But he was, like, fully in flippers and walking like a person in flippers and like I found that was like kind of endearing next is Demi Lovato they dressed up as Snow White I liked their costume it wasn't identical but you could tell it was well made and her costume was really modest which I thought was interesting uh it was like pretty long didn't show like much boob or like anything like that um I think it's just cool like people choosing to you know either dress revealing or dress modestly like I don't know having that choice I feel like is really nice and yeah it was cool to see and she always kills a red lip and dark hair so I thought that their costume was you know 10 out of 10. Dylan Mulvaney also dressed up as Snow White and she really kills a fucking black bob like she looked really good. I I know <laughs> I have said this on the podcast many a time. I personally, and again, to each their own, but I personally don't love when people drastically change their hair color. Like, sometimes it works, but sometimes it's just like, okay, you are clearly a brunette, like, masking as a blonde, and, you know, your, your skin tone and stuff goes more with brunette. Or, like, for example... And I feel the same about Dylan. Like, I really like her natural brown hair color. I didn't, like, love when she went bleach blonde. But she could totally pull off black. Like, she looked really, really good. So kudos to Dylan. Chriselle, Emma, and Chelsea from Selling Sunset went as Fuck, Mary Kill. They were all wearing kind of, like, lacy lingerie outfits. And... And Chriselle was killed, so she was in red, and she had, like, a bleeding neck. Emma was Mary. She was wearing bridal lingerie, and then Chelsea was fuck, so she was in, like, BDSM. Um, I thought, for some reason, I actually thought that this was clever. Maybe that's not a popular opinion, but I do think when you have to carry signs about what you are because they had to carry signs that said like fuck Mary kill um which I didn't think they needed to do like I feel like you could have inferred what they were I think that kind of ruins it a little bit I also think that if you get separated from your friends like there's this picture of uh Emma and Chriselle and someone else like just another rando and it's like okay Chriselle is just wearing a red dress with a bloody neck at this point and and Emma just looks like a bride so I don't know like I feel like it sucks when you are in a couple's costume or a group costume but you need the other people in the costume to explain what you are and then Chriselle and her partner G Flip dressed up as Troy Savon and Ross Lynch from the music video One of Your Girls. And I have to say, I think that this is probably the best Halloween costume of this year. I have one more up for um your <laughs> for your consideration for best costume, but I think we should give it to G Flip and Chriselle. So Obviously, uh, a few weeks ago, Troy Sivan released one of his singles off of his new album, One of Your Girls, and he had Ross Lynch in the music video, and Troy does drag, and uh, Ross is shirtless, sitting on like a chair, uh, and they're like, Troy's like dancing around him and stuff like that, and it went super viral on TikTok. It's a really fun music video. Troy looks great in drag. And Ross Lynch right now is just having such a moment with being like the internet's like heartthrob with his like sexual. <laughs> like it's kind of giving cringe. Like I so if you if you don't know, Ross Lynch is touring right now with his band. Um uh 
he like takes his shirt off and like basically like fucks his guitar on stage shirtless sweaty uh sometimes in a cowboy hat um like yeah the videos come up on my for you page yeah I watch every single one of them that comes up but like when you think I feel like about a guy like purposely doing stuff like this it gives me such an ick and is actually like not the hottest thing I've ever seen like it's the cringiest thing I've ever seen like thinking about guys um like trying to be hot on TikTok and stuff like that is like you are now not hot like (laughs) do you know what I mean like I feel like hot guys on TikTok aren't like making you know like like dubbed like dubbed kind of like asmr like videos or like boyfriend POVs or they're like not taking off their shirt every night at their concert and like humping their guitar. Like I'm just, I don't know, thinking about when guys like try to be sexy like that, it's, it just truly gives me the biggest ick. But the music video, really well done. And this costume is really well done. Chriselle is dressed up as Ross Lynch in like a fake uh, six pack pec muscles just pop in uh, jean and cowboy boot get up. And then Chriselle, they are dressed up as Troy Savon in drag and they just nailed the costume so much. It was very, very fun. Okay, enough about that. (laughs) Halsey dressed up as a mermaid. I feel like this is the perfect example of a really good celebrity costume where it's like she's dressed up as a mermaid. It's very much like it's a little Ariel inspired, but also just like kind of that classic uh, seashell iridescent colors type of mermaid. Um, You can tell it's like she picked something. She put it together herself like it wasn't a pre-made costume. She put the pieces together and then had a team do her hair and makeup. And I think it looks really good. Same with Ice Spice dressing up as Betty Boop. Like, again, a perfect costume where it's like you can tell she put it together, but there was thought around it and like good hair and makeup. Like, I, that's all you have to do. You don't have to like break the bank and have everything spot on like a Kim Kardashian. But you have to put some effort into it. And I expect it to look high quality because you are a celebrity. Next is Paris Hilton. She dressed up as Britney Spears in the Toxic music video. I liked this. Uh, I saw a lot of Britney Spears this year. And I think that's because her memoir came out and it's very topical. Uh, But I think she really wanted to pay homage to her friend. So she dressed up as, yeah, Britney's like uh, airplane, Britney's blue flight attendant costume. And then her husband was uh, the pilot in the music video. So I thought that was fun. Heidi Klum, the queen of Halloween. I feel like we should have maybe started with her, but Heidi Klum dressed up as a peacock this year. I want to see your peacock, cock, cock. Um, I'm going to probably edit that out. Um, (laughs) I thought this costume was good. Like if you see her being interviewed, the way that the beak and the prosthetics are done around her face, I will say are like 10 out of 10. But in terms of the actual costume, it is built with like seven acrobatic performers. And I just kind of think that is maybe cheating a little bit because I'm like, am I impressed with... Heidi's costume or am I impressed with the acrobatics and I think I'm impressed with the acrobatics they were um the peacock's plume um and one of them was the feet so her entrance to the red carpet and stuff like that I thought I was like more impressed with the acrobatics than actually her costume but I thought it was really funny that her husband Tom Cowlitz dressed up as an egg like that's fucking funny I talked about this with Shannon from Fluently Forward on our podcast collective live stream last week, but 
we didn't see ton of Barbie and Ken's. And I think that's because I I think a lot of people thought everyone was going to dress up as Barbie and Ken. But the essence of Barbie and Ken were all over this Halloween. And this is the case in point where the woman in this relationship is dressed up as like, you know, the most important, the she's the centerfold. And then her her kind of a husband is dressed up as just like an accessory. So I really appreciated that. I also want to say Heidi Klum's Halloween parties are iconic. She's been hosting them since, you know, the early aughts. But I will say her guest list was kind of Strug City this year. I thought a lot of people who went were kind of like D-list celebrities, like James Charles went. Like there was just a lot of people that like, I don't know, were kind of embarrassing to be invited. Camilla Cabello dressed up as Anne Hathaway, aka Princess Mia from The Princess Diaries. I saw a lot of girls in this, so like originality is like a 1 out of 10, but I thought the execution was 10 out of 10 because she wore, like if you can slutify a costume that's not inherently slutty, like I'm giving you props. Like she is wearing a really short kind of princessy dress with the long gloves and then she has the, you know, skinny 2000s, 90s sunglasses and then the tiara and the 90s, 2000s headphones and I thought she looked really good. Next is Christina Aguilera. She dressed up as Cher. I thought this was really well done and I like when people, you know, appreciate their influences and I just, I was just thinking a lot about burlesque and how I want Cher and Christina Aguilera to work on a new project together. This is my final like best of costume before we get to some of the bad ones and then a full Kardashians roundup, but Charlie D'Amelio and Landon Barker, I swear I give these two no credit for anything they do ever in their entire lives, but they dressed up as 1996's Romeo and Juliet, and I actually, like, uh, will copy that next year. Like, once I find someone to dress up as Romeo, it's over for you bitches. Like, Okay, this is the Claire Danes and Leonardo DiCaprio movie that came out in 1996. My mom made me watch it because like when I was in high school because she loved it so much. And I I hate current day Leonardo DiCaprio, but fuck, did I love 1996 Romeo Leonardo DiCaprio. The costume was like 10 out of 10. It wasn't identical but it was a really good reference and yeah I loved uh Charlie in the angel wings and the white dress and then Landon in the like chain maily knight in shining armor kind of look so 10 out of 10 I think this was competing with the G flip and Chriselle one it was iconic okay let's talk about some of the bad costumes First off is a couple that I've been wanting to talk about for fucking weeks, if not months, but Brianna Chicken Fry and Zach Bryan. The way that these two live rent-free in my head and for the worst reasons um, is really tough. It's really tough to be thinking about these two people when you like hate them so much. Like I just, with all the information I've been giving about Zach Bryan, I like don't think he's like a good person. His music is really, really good. I do appreciate that. But like in general, I do not think he is a good person. And Brianna Chicken Fry grinds my gears so much. She works for Barstool Sports, if you have no idea who I'm talking about. She has like a pretty, I would say, as a West Coast Canadian <laughs> fake Boston accent. And she, you know, fucks heavy with Dave Portnoy, who I hate with like every fiber of my being. Her and Zach dress up as like an inmate and a police officer. And I'm just kind of like, okay, we're over the police costumes in 2023. 
we're over the inmate costumes in 2023. Like, let's look up the prison <laughs> industrial complex and like a cab. And the reason that she decided, they decided to wear this costume was Zach was pulled over for a DUI a few months ago and there was, you know, like body cam footage of him getting pulled over and stuff like that. And that went viral. And so they were making fun of that. But it's like, hey, it's not cool that you have a DUI. You shouldn't be drinking and driving. And also, you were fucking rude, which like, I don't know, whatever. But like, I don't know. It's just I thought that was tacky. Like, I just, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's just tacky. Don't dress up as an inmate. That's all. And don't dress up as a cop. Like, I don't know what else to say. Next is Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz. And they dress up as Rosemary's baby, which I'm not like a cinephile. So I don't really know what that movie is. But Channing Tatum was in a blue baby onesie. And Zoe Kravitz was in a long white dress with a knife. Um, I just think kind of a la the group costumes that I was talking about. If you looked at them separately, Channing Tatum just looks like a baby and she just looks like a woman in a white dress with a knife. So (laughs) I just think like, I guess it worked when they were together. But when you're separate, it'd be like, oh, you're dressed up as a baby, Channing. Like, haha. And he'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm Rosemary's baby from like the the movie like blah 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 and I just I don't know the explaining and all of that stuff just doesn't seem to work for me the other worst of the worst is Sarah Highland and Wells Adams okay so was Sarah Highland and Wells Adams costume bad not really I think it was actually clever because Sarah dressed up as Julie Bowen's character in Happy Gilmore, which, as everyone knows, uh, Julie Bowen was Sarah Hyland's mom on Modern Family. And then uh, Wells Adam uh, was the Adam Sandler character in Happy Gilmore. So he was wearing a hockey jersey, a Boston hockey jersey with a hockey stick. And while their costume... I think was like well done in terms of like her wig, her sweater vest. Like she does look like uh, Julie's character. But again, separate, (laughs) separate Wells just looks like a Boston Bruins fan. And she just looks like a (laughs) woman in a wig. And I'm not the only one that noticed this. So I was reading a People magazine roundup of celebrity Halloween costumes to prep for this episode. And the caption of the Sarah Highland and Wells Adams picture from the Casa Amigos party is Sarah Highland and Wells Adams pose for a fun photo with the Bachelorette alum sporting a Boston hockey jersey while the modern family actress wore a blonde wig and sweater vest. So it's like they didn't even know who... They were referencing, which is maybe more on, maybe it's more the journalists bad than Sarah and Wells is bad. But like, it was just so funny that I'm like, that is so cringe that people like didn't know who you were and are just calling you a blonde with a sweater vest. A for effort, uh, maybe F for execution. And then the last costume for Wells and Sarah, because they dressed up twice, was seemingly ranch. So (laughs) if you were MIA in September, I think at Taylor Swift's first appearance at Travis Kelsey's football game, she was uh, seen... (laughs) Uh, There's a photo of her posted on the internet where she is eating a chicken tender with ketchup and ranch. But the person who posted this picture, or at least reposted it, which is T-Swift Eras Tour, which I have been following like literally since last November when she announced her tour. 
so for some reason I felt when this went viral it was like my own personal like insider joke but it's like literally me and fucking 80 other thousand people follow this account but basically in in late September uh they posted this picture with the chicken tender ketchup and ranch but because they didn't know if it was ranch because it just looks like a generic white sauce the uh tweet the twitter account put um taylor swift was eating a piece of chicken with ketchup and seemingly ranch that went viral because of the quote seemingly ranch um also this twitter account has fucking 374,000 followers it's like why didn't i start a fucking fandom account instead i'm like have 500 followers and I've been working on this god forsaken podcast for five years but anyways so that went viral and so Sarah and Wells dressed up as he was a bottle of ketchup and she was ranch but it says seemingly um in front of ranch um I just gotta say like I thought this was quirky and fun but it's like it literally just happened September 24th and like Halloween's October 31st like it's a little bit too quick of a turnaround time with that being said my costume which we'll talk about in a second I had that quick of a turnaround time but I deemed it as being fine okay I'm a hypocrite like I don't know what more do you want from me so okay let's talk about the Kardashians so Kim her first costume was clueless uh, North and Kim both dressed up as Cher and Dion, which I thought was very cute. Dolce & Gabbana actually like got the exact material of the yellow outfit that was used for the movie and made her an outfit. And I thought, obviously, that's really cool but also it's like just feuding the the Courtney and Kim rumors feud rumors still like just so fucking funny that Courtney's catching strays with Dolce and Cabana making Kim's Halloween costume she also dressed up as from dusk till dawn which was Selma Hayek's character in the movie she was like a burgundy uh, bra and underwear with a huge snake which it looks like when Kim made this it was a real snake that she you know acquired so that level of detail I think is really iconic and um, I really liked this costume and then finally she dressed up as Bratz dolls with Khloe Kardashian as well as Natalie and Olivia who are from the show Wags and I hated this costume. I thought that it was interesting that Kim uh, and Chloe, Olivia and Natalie dressed up as brats, as Kylie is the one that actually has a brats doll. But yeah, I don't know. So that was a little bit weird, but but I just didn't think the makeup, like the overlined lips and stuff like hit. Like, I don't know. There's something that just didn't work for me but I can't put my finger on what it is I don't know if people know let me know maybe it's just the like excessive face tune I don't know but for some reason it just didn't hit for me and you would think that brat stalls would be a perfect costume for these women since they model their like man I feel like I'm being fucking mean this episode (laughs) like they model their like plastic surgery basically off of these girlies like the big lips and like stuff like that so like I don't know I just thought that it this would land but for some reason it doesn't maybe it's because they don't look good in berets like I don't know I don't know there's something about it that's just not hitting for me and then Chloe also with her little fam jam dressed up as the Octonauts which is like a kids show I thought that was cute Kylie and Kendall dressed up as Sugar and Spice from Batman and Batman Forever I I thought this was actually really well done because again it paid homage to the costume but it wasn't like a direct replica um so it's like yeah someone put time and effort into these costumes I'm sure the teams behind them uh, and their makeup and their wigs and stuff like that 
but it wasn't like dead on. So I thought that was really cool. But again, it's like they didn't wear them out. They just wore them in a photo shoot. And I I just kind of like, I don't think you need to be four things for Halloween. And I don't think you need to do just like a full photo shoot. Like again, if you have a costume that you're wearing to a party, cool. But like otherwise, kind of cringe. And then Kendall also dressed up as Marilyn Monroe, which was, you know, it was meh. Interesting again with Kim being the the Marilyn Monroe girly with the dress. So I don't know. Like, are they paying homage to themselves as these people? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I can wait for Kardashian colloquium's uh, analysis on that. Courtney dressed up as Kim from the first Met that Kim went to with Kanye when she was pregnant with North. And she wore that flowered dress with the high neck and the sleeves and uh, the purple lip and everything like that. And I actually like that dress. I thought like not a lot of people did, uh, but I thought that was iconic that Courtney dressed up as Kim. It was probably my favorite costume out of out of the Kardashian girls. And again, it just is such a smart like PR move because it gets us continuously talking about the Courtney and Kim feud. We're like, oh, did they make up now that Courtney's dressing as Kim? Like all this stuff. And I don't know. It's just I think that's smart to to wear a costume that will get you in the headlines more than more than just like, oh, it's a good costume. It's like, oh, these are the reasons the this is like the inferences we're making. And then Courtney and Travis Barker were also Beetlejuice and Lydia, which I thought was well done. North dressed up as the Cheetah Girls with all of her friends with Penelope as well. Loved the costume. It was iconic, but I posted this on my Instagram stories too. They had like a group of their friends who were each member of the Cheetah Girls. And then they had one friend, but obviously there was like not another Cheetah Girl for her to be. So she was like a fan. And I felt really, really, really bad for the friend. And I just like, I would just crumble up and die if I was in a friend group. And it's like, okay, (laughs) you're going to be Aqua. It's like, you're going to be Galleria. You're going to be Aqua. You're going to be Chanel, Chuchi, Simmons. You're going to be Dorinda. And like you can be the fucking fan on the street. Like I would just literally crumble up and die. Um, Especially because they then photoshopped themselves on the cover of Cheetah Girls 1. And the friend was like basically edited out of the <laughs> Added out of the photo. Like brutal. That's like getting cropped out of a photo. And you just see it on Instagram the next day and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like, love that for me. North was also Tiana from Princess and the Frog. She looked stunning. Most times when people dress up as Tiana, they wear the green dress that she wears. But North was in the blue dress that she wears in the movie, like the ball scene. She looked so stunning. And then P was Lottie, who is Tiana's best friend in the movie that was the pink dress. Um, I just, I love this outfit so much. Like I, I couldn't get enough of it. I posted like a million pictures on Insta. <laughs> and finally, we get to my costume. I was Kylie Jenner, uh, but I was Kylie Jenner at, Jenner at the Prada show when she was holding her phone, showing a picture of her and Timothy Chalamet as her background. So I thought that was really fun to dress up as Kylie. I thought it was a recent reference, but not too, too recent. Um, It was just, I don't know. It was super, super fun. So if you want to see those pictures, you can find them at RTBB Podcast. Okay, let's move on to our Kardashian news roundup. Kylie launched a new clothing line called Kai. So this was really interesting because... She has endeavored to sell, uh, I think, I I guess the closest thing prior to this would be her swimwear line, which just, they released, I think, one edit, and then it was just, you know, phased off the face of this earth. 
Uh, so she launched a new clothing line. It kind of has a cool concept. I, I definitely actually think that this is a smart way to do things. And I want to know what your opinion is of this. But basically, it is where she works with designers to do an edited collection of, you know, say 10 items and then releases that. So she's like the face of the brand and stuff like that and helps with like the direction of it but she's not the one like designing the clothes or like seemingly designing the clothes so this first edit was um kind of under not underwear but like uh base pieces and a lot of leather looks and I think everything is ugly and looks cheap but is very expensive I will say the one thing that is nice I think is the pants There's a pair of leather pants that I think look nice, but I just don't understand how she is wearing these full leather looks in the California sun. Um, she, I don't know. She's always just wearing like a huge leather jacket. And as a sweaty girl, I'm just like, I don't know how she's doing that. I truly, truly, truly do not know how she's doing that. Um, she got a lot of her famous celeb friends like Kendall and Haley to you know wear the looks to the launch party but I just don't see this endeavor going very well I just don't know why she wouldn't want to like revamp Kylie Cosmetics to be a little bit more modern and do I don't know just work within that scope versus launching this new thing so I don't know I don't know if it's going to work, but I do think the concept of having celebs who aren't designers, but can be like have creative ideas, be the the face of the line um, and promote it. I think it's that concept is cool. Having people um, who, you know, curate and design the actual items like I think that's a smart concept. It's also interesting because it is the same uh, duo, Emma Grady, who does Skims and Kris Jenner's Safely. So I think she's clearly killing it. She's also a shark on Shark Tank. Like, I kind of feel like I want to do like a little bit of a deep dive. Oh, and um, of course, uh, the founder of Good American with Chloe. Kind of want to do a deep dive on her because I feel like that's really interesting, but she also uh, worked on Kylie with Kai, on Kai. So I feel like with her backing, it could be successful. But in terms of like the actual products, I'm like, who is buying this? Like, this is rough. It is rough. Another launch uh, for the Kardashians is Kim's nipple bra. And I just wanted to talk about this because I just want to give my like two cents. I feel like people are like, oh my God, who would buy this and stuff like this? A lot of people. I do think like a lot of people will buy this. I think people 100% already buy nipple covers with like a hard nipple to wear under their clothes. Um, I think, you know, as trends have changed, I feel like having your nipples show through your like shirt or whatever is trendy currently. I also think a lot of people don't want to wear bras anymore because they're like most of them are really uncomfy. So a lot of people are starting to go braless and just like having the natural shape of their boobs and like nipples out and about, which I also appreciate. And yeah, I definitely think that the nipple bra will sell to a certain like clientele even though people were like uh, laughing it off uh air and I and I will just counter with um how embarrassing it would be (laughs) if you went home with someone and you take off your shirt and, and you have like literal fake nipples on like it's definitely we're not like the average person I feel like it's for the kind of clientele like kind of like the people that are on like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and they have events and dinners and stuff like that that they would want to wear this but then they like go home and take all of that stuff off like I don't think it's for us normies like hitting up the club on like a Friday but the other thing I'll say is just like 
yeah, it'd be embarrassing if someone saw your fake nipples. But <laughs> but then the other thing is, is like it would be um, embarrassing if people just thought you had rock hard nipples for the entire time. Like if you went to like a dinner, say the dinner lasted from like 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. or something, or like you went to like a gala. I guess you're not wearing this to a gala, but like if you went to an event and they're like, oh, you're just like, you're just like fucking <laughs> like hard as rocks for like like diamond cutters for fucking six hours I'd be like go to the hospital <laughs> like, like that's uncomfy like I just I just don't get that so yeah I think the concept is actually like cool but like they're not talking about for us right it's like that <laughs> it's like those um I like TikToks that are like contact your ex or whatever and then it's like someone will stitch it and be like babe like that this message is not for us that's what I'm saying about the nipple bra like cool concept not for us babes not for us okay let's wrap up this segment with the last story Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker give birth to their baby boy allegedly the baby's name is Rocky which I actually think is cute I I don't love it I'm not gonna be naming my future kid Rocky but like for their family and stuff I think it's actually pretty cute um, I'm just so happy for them, truly. I just think that they wanted to get pregnant so bad and watching Courtney's IVF journey and her struggling to get pregnant really struck something in me, really struck something in me. And so I'm just stoked for them. So congrats to Courtney and Travis. Okay, let's move on to our couples alert. So allegedly, Olivia Rodrigo has a new beau whose name is Louis Patridge. He is an actor best known for his role in Enola Holmes. They are both 20 and they were both spotted in London hanging out. So could be a friend, could be a boyfriend, but I'm I'm stoked for her. I feel like she's had some shit couple, like last couple boyfriends. So I'm hoping uh, this king it treats her right. He looks very cute. So like as cute as a 20 year old can be so uh congrats Olivia Sophie Turner was spotted smooching with Peregrine Pearson on October 28th in Paris about two months after her breakup with Joe Jonas apparently he is a uh like aristocrat in the UK he owns like a huge estate with a polo club and apparently 200 full-time employees. He is a partner at a property investment and development company. And he previously dated a princess, Princess Maria Olympia of Greece and Denmark. Um, They broke up in uh, just 2023. So kind of same time as Joe and Sophie. Uh, they were dating for three years. So interesting. Like, I love this for her. Yeah, like a, a rich British aristocrat. Like, I I don't know. Like, she wants to live in the UK full time, it seems, from her divorce proceedings. So, like, yeah, stoked for her. And then Jeremy Allen White went to a farmer's market with Rosalia. This would be a very cute couple. Rosalia was unfortunately... Uh, struck by the GQ couples quiz curse but I really think like very cute couple with Jeremy Allen White I looked at all of the pictures and just me when I say all of the pictures I mean every single picture and they didn't like have any like like they weren't holding hands or like being like touchy-feely so like it also could just be friends or maybe I'm just <laughs> maybe I'm just trying to convince myself that Jeremy Allen White is still single and therefore on the market for me. <laughs> but, like, but like truly very cute couple if, if that's the case. Someone tagged me in a uh, recent photo shoot he did. And was just like, this is important. Like, you need to look at that. And, like, that's the type of listeners that I want. When a new Jeremy Allen White picture pops up, someone tagging me in it. Like, that is, that's support. That is friendship. That is allyship, truly. Uh, So thanks for, you know, feeding the flames 
fanning the fire um, of my crush on Jeremy Allen White. And then lastly, the aforementioned Zoe Kravitz and Channing Tatum are allegedly engaged, which is interesting because I kind of saw this couple as like PR slash like fake. I don't know. That's kind of what the blind items were saying. So when I heard that they were engaged, I was like a little bit confused, but super hot couple. If that's true, all the best you two. Do a better Halloween costume next year. Okay, let's move on to Pettyweight Champion of the Week. This is the part of the show where I'm going to nominate a Pettyweight Champion of the Week, someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. And this week I'm nominating Caitlin Bristow for two things that she has done in the last week or so. So the first one is she did a dance. <laughs> she is a dancer. She was a dance teacher prior to going on The Bachelorette. Um, she did a dance with two other dancers. And at the end of it, she takes a ring off of her engagement finger and throws it at the camera. And the song um, that is playing while she dances is kind of like it's a melody with like kind of like a spoken wood poem about like kind of feminism and like being your own person your own woman like that type of stuff in the background because she has recently separated from Jason Tardick uh her fiance or ex-fiance people were more saying that this was kind of being petty against her relationship with Jason which I took it that way too like don't get me wrong she got some flack for this and she responded and she said people definitely took the wrong idea from it and I think I knew they would take the wrong idea from it but I didn't know it would go that wrong which obviously was not my intention that's why I put the captions on in my video because I wanted people to really take in the message the ring toss at the end was like a mic drop not like an f you because I do respect Jason so yeah it was more of an empowerment video I've always kind of pushed limits and done things my way. And that was just me being like, come on. So like, I get that too. Like it is kind of giving Lavender Hayes, Taylor Swift, like people keep asking me if I'm going to be your bride. The only kind of girl they see is a one night or a wife. Like it is kind of giving that like, why is kind of my status in fame um, darkly like correlated to if I have a partner or not but also it's like if you are like within months of breaking up with your partner like maybe just don't do that like I don't know it, it just kind of seemed petty and it's funny how she's like I think I knew they would take it the wrong way they being us and it's like okay then like be explicit about it or just don't post it that's another thing I'm like if you like if you're doing a dance and you feel like that feels like empowerment for you after a breakup fuck yeah but like put it on your finsta or like or keep it to yourself like don't post it for us to comment on then and get the wrong idea I don't know I just feel like she could have done something different so it's like that looks a little shady a little petty in one way but the following week she dressed up as a ringmaster like a circus ringmaster uh costume hot costume 10 out of 10 um and she put like it's because she's collecting rings and collecting engagement rings which is why she dressed up as a ringmaster she dressed up her dogs ramen and pino as the lions in the circus she captioned it like welcome to the circus or whatever a few hours later, so I guess maybe Jason is the the petty weight champ of the week as well, but he posts a picture and he's dressed up as a clown and the dogs are in lion costumes, but different lion costumes. And he titles his Instagram costume, his Instagram caption as welcome to the circus. So like, that's fucking weird. I don't know what's going on there. Like, was it planned? Were they together? But why were the dogs in different costumes if they were together? So that was weird. And then a commenter, an Instagram uh, commenter wrote, how did you find this costume on Halloween and take this pic within eight hours? I aspire to be this level of petty, not an insult, by the way. Yeah, like that's the part that I don't get. It's like it was like a full on costume. So it's like he saw the ringmaster 
pictures and then quickly put together the clown costume or did and like again her costume being petty in and itself like I don't know I don't know it's just weird times for the the Bristow Tardic household I I feel so let me know what you think if it was planned or if it was like a, a rebuttal or if I don't know I don't know it couldn't have been a coincidence that's all I'm saying okay Finally, it's time for This Week in Petty, where I'm going to share a story about something that happened in my real life that I'm petty about. So this week I'm petty about, like, I it actually wasn't, I don't think, like, too, too embarrassing, but, like, it was definitely not ideal. So as most of you know, I work at a university and I work in student programming, so I host, like, educational workshops and events for students. I hosted an event earlier this week and a student came up to me and was like, hey, you look so like, like I know you from somewhere. Like you look like someone I know or have interacted with before. And I was like, oh, interesting. Have I met you at like another event that I have programmed, something like that. So I run through all of the programs and events that I'm a part of. So after I go through, you know, the list of three or four things that I've done, he's like, no, that's not it. So I'm like, okay, this was my last job. Did we run into each other there? And he goes, no, no, that's not it. And I'm like, okay, well, like I have been at at this school for like 13 years as a student and then as a staff member, like maybe like did we touch base in a class like running down like literally every possibility she's like no that's not it and then I was like okay I was like do you do yoga like do we go to the same studio do you do this do you do that like blah 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 no 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 to like every basically every place I have ever been in the last like 10 fucking years I went through so then I thought oh my god Okay, it has to be the podcast. (laughs) It has to be the podcast because it's like maybe maybe he's listened to this podcast or maybe he has listened to me on another podcast. And I'm like, that must be it because literally how else would you know me if we don't connect in community or my work? It must be the podcast. So I had thought about this a few minutes after we were chatting. So I went back up to him and I was like, okay, do we know each other through the podcast I host? And he was like, no. (laughs) He was like, no, if I was like a fan, I would have like directly told you that. (laughs) I was like, oh, right, 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 right. I don't know why I thought I was like Taylor Swift or something and the person was just being coy and that they would like be like oh no I'm actually like a petty betty but like for some reason I don't know I don't know that's the first time in five years that I've ever been like oh do you know me from my podcast which is cringe in itself but like I don't know I just had to throw it out there because I had gone through all the other things that I've like ever done in my life so kudos to I don't know maybe my recognizable face or maybe I have a doppelganger out there uh so I don't know I have no idea but yeah I was just like lo fucking Ellen at that so that's my this week in petty I'm not the like celebrity entertainment news podcaster (laughs) that I think I am and that um you know we've probably crossed paths on like maybe he fucking lives in my building or something okay we've crossed paths in another way Okay, folks, that's all there is from me today. Thank you so much for listening. I want to say also just sorry for being MIA. I feel like there's been a lot going on in the world. I have been brutally attacked by (laughs) daylight savings time and uh, fall weather. And I haven't been feeling super great. Um, I had some family visiting. So I've just been busy living my life and... As I mentioned, I I do work a full-time job. So sometimes, sometimes my schedule just gets messed up and I'm unable to record. But thank you for bearing with me as I get my shit together. 
I want to say that I have been a guest on two podcasts this week. I was talking with Van on Best Week Ever about which celebrities were having the best and worst weeks last week. It was very, very fun. So you can check that out. And I was on Fluently Forward talking about Friends, the cast, and the show. Um, I feel like a lot of people have been really moved by Matthew Perry's passing. Um, It was nice to reflect on... Um, you know, a show that a lot of people loved and, but like, you know, with a more critical lens too, and talk about each of the actors and if their blind item life matched with their public personas. So I had a good time chatting with Shannon and over on the Patreon last week, I dropped an episode with Cam from what I will say and Kirsten from Miss Magnets. And we talked about ranking fandom names. It was such a fun episode, probably one of my favorite um, that I've recorded in a really long time. So you can check that out. Patreon.com slash RTBB podcast. And this week's episode, TBD, to be honest. But next week, I will be recording a deep dive on the Osher sisters. I'm very excited to get into Girl With No Job scandals and all of that. So that's going to be fun. I will say I'm feeling the the pinch being a podcaster and like, I don't know. There's like some people talking about the way I talk on Reddit that like really bugged me. And like I have definitely been a lurker of snark pages on Reddit and stuff like that before I have like officially deleted the app. I just like I can't do it. My skin isn't thick. It it sucks when you hear that your voice is annoying or things that you say are annoying. It's like, okay, bitch, if you think that, like, you don't think I think it way more than you a hundred, like a hundred times worse. Yeah. And usually those things, actually, usually those things do bother me. I'm not going to say that they don't bother me, but I have such a supportive listenership that I usually don't get a lot of those comments. So when they do come up, they like really impact me. Um, I've got lots of great supportive friends in this space. I've got the Petty Bettys. I've got a therapist. I will be okay. But you know, it just kind of throws off your morning or your afternoon or your night or whatever, whenever you're reading that. With that being said, I don't know. It's just like be nice to people online. I feel like it's totally fair to criticize people if they're saying fucking dumb shit or shit that's like racist or homophobic or transphobic, et cetera, et cetera. If they're being a piece of shit, you should call them in or call them out depending on the situation and your relationship to them. Uh, especially if you are in a place of power or you have an identity that is, you know, not being called out or like uh, criticized or harmed in that moment. I think like talking about people's voices and like shit like that is just as I just fucking ripped apart a bunch of celebrities. But like, I don't know. I don't have the the I don't know, wealth or resources or fame or accolades that come with being a celebrity not that that like discounts you know people being mean to them but yeah I think it's like legitimate to have like feedback for people and stuff like that of course especially if you've caused harm but sometimes it's like okay dumb shit like oh yeah I say 100% and totally and literally a lot like fucking sue me if you've been enjoying this podcast and you want to heal my fragile heart I would love it if you left me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Um, that helps, you know, me find new listeners, but also but also helps drown out those pesky little comments that I've been seeing pop up online. So I just want to say, if you're listening, if you're at this point, I love you. Mwah. Thank you so much. I appreciate you so much. And... Yeah, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter if you are looking for more RTBP content. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.